There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Back, Lori and Julia Show, my talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's been uh, quite the show today. If you missed the four o'clock hour, be sure you check out the podcast. Don't you think? Yeah. We bring joy and happiness. So we'll uh, continue to be entertaining over the next 54 minutes. Donnie, don't promise anything, but here's breaking <laughs> exciting news. Don't promise anything. Um, Tim McGraw is coming to, Min- to Minnesota State. Fair Grandstand. Yeah. Wow. On September, on Tuesday, September 1st. That's exciting. And um, I'm the tickets are $60 to $88, and fans can buy them in person at the fair's box office for two hours Friday from 10 a.m. to noon. Um, as a regular, he used to be a regular at the fair going back to the early 90s. I'm excited to see him. Yeah. You know, that's... I really... I haven't seen him. He did that big thing at Target Field. Yes. In those white tight jeans. Mm. Many people sent me pictures of a Ooh. couple years back. You know, are you a country fan? No. At all? I mean, I'm not mad at country. <laughs> oh, like we've I, gone I, I don't from asking it, her if she's a fan. Well, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not mad at it. No, like you know how people <laughs> hate, like hate country. Like they like I the big I hate. I don't hate country, but I don't right. follow it. Okay. So, like, if there's a song, if it's country, I won't rule it out as I'm liking it. But for most part, most of my mixes are honky tonk free. <laughs> this is a honky tonk free zone. <laughs> no, where to put you? I don't know I've, what to put like, I feel like I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with you sometimes. And and seriously, no. So Direct free Tuesday. Girl. Are that, you a big Are you a big country music fan? I like some of it a lot. Okay, I not I don't know it all yeah, very yeah. well, but I've you know Keith yeah. Urban, Garth Brooks, they've been my I like them a lot. Okay, okay Wendy Williams. Yeah. <sighs> I think something's going on. Um, she we were just talking. Um, Holly just told us about Drew Carey's um, ex fiance uh-huh. Amy. Harwick, who was tragically pushed off her third floor lanai by this quote-unquote ex-boyfriend that she had a restraining order against. And Drew Carey was with her for like two and a half years. They were engaged for one of them. And this is very recent, as recent as 2018. And... um, he, you know, has shut down production on his Price is Right show because he's just really, really upset and um, 
she was killed by the ex. Here's what Wendy Williams told her audience. So, um, you want the audio? Yeah, please. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I skipped the beginning where she recounts what happened. We know what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let's tell people what happened, though, for people who don't. Oh, I thought you already said what yeah, happened. Yeah, oh, getting all right. from the lanai. All right. Yeah, so we, pe- know, we know that. And Wendy recapped all of what happened. Okay. And then, about, then she, she did this. Was pushed off of a third floor balcony. <laughs> I'll give you a little backstory. So, she was killed not by Drew. But by by the ex, come on down. Why are you putting allegedly? This story is everywhere. All right, that's enough. But so everyone, mm. no one laughs. No. You know, and come on down's the tagline, and the price is right for yeah. the youngers right. who yeah. don't watch it. But also, did you do you watch the video, Julia, of this? No. Not only did she say "come on down," if you watch the video, she also tilts her head. As if someone is falling. So she's like, come on down. She tilts her head to make it even worse than saying, just come on down. Somebody wrote Thoughts? this joke for her. Somebody wrote this joke it's for not her. A joke. And, no, it's not a joke. It's no. A, no, but I think that like the, somebody like hinted. No. There was no, no way you no, think no. she just said That's that. Yes, there's yeah. no way. This That's is her. And so the audience was stunned to silence about her tasteless joke. Yeah. Um, she tried to recover, calling out her lawyer lady for for putting allegedly her you know what well, was the producer yeah that held up allegedly and she says why do you keep telling me allegedly well because he, he said he hasn't been convicted of a crime yeah right. so you're supposed to use the word allegedly right and so many viewers bashed her uh i i know hashtag wendy williams did not just make a come on down joke about drew carey's ex-fiance getting killed mm-hmm. by being thrown off a third floor black balcony somebody please tell me i heard wrong did she really just joke how disgraceful i think it's really weird she's saying a lot of really not i mean we i hope i'm never this awful I guess yeah. on the air. She's, she's awful. I guess she's I awful. really, she's saying some really awful things. And we've said some awful things. Oh, no, not like that. No, we, I would never. You guys yeah. have never no, said No, but I mean, dis- we've been that. very, we've had moments where we've you just, you're just been talking. in a very gray area yeah. and yeah. been distasteful yeah. about yeah, sexual yeah, yeah, things yeah. and stuff like that. But she is just, I don't know what's going on with her. I think that yeah, there's something. Do you watch your show ever? Uh, once in a while. Yeah. I mean, I usually clips. Um, yeah. You know, I guess. You know, she just. Well, how long ago did she just decide to get sober? That was a big thing. No, but that she's been sober for I'm, years. Yeah, that, but she but I, divorced from Cav. Don't you think she's like trying to be edgy all the time? And of course, if you're trying to be edgy all the time, there's going to be moments where you step over the line. she's got people who like her. I mean, she's got a good time slot. She has no competition unless you call Strahan and Sarah. And I think it's Kiki now, or I don't know who the other, yeah, Yeah. them competition. Uh I don't. Yeah. Yeah. She used to really have, you know, she always has pushed the envelope. Yeah. But, but she's because of the divorce. She's mean spirited. Yeah. Yeah. Is she not very mean spirited? You think she's not happy? I can attest for that period you know, the fresh period, you're not really yourself. Yeah. And you wish things don't come. I, I, but she's got a job and, and she's, yeah, she's in front on of TV. She's on TV. <laughs> yeah. We're just on radio. We can hit the mute button. <laughs> no one can see her lips moving. But I mean, I, but it's just so mean. Yeah. 
even if you're feeling bad yourself, I don't know. I felt bad, but I never would say horribly mean things. I don't think, and and we're not even. I can't compare myself to her because she's a professional I, and she has a job and she has a TV show yeah. and this. She's all alone, but I just. The mean things that have been coming out lately, I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. I wish you would p- pop up your microphone over there, Holly. I see you. And I don't know if you've been listening. I just think I don't know what's going on with her. Yeah. And you know, there's something to be said. Yeah. When you're miserable on the inside, you you sometimes project that. I think there's something. Yeah, but she can't do that. I know she can't. But at the same time. I don't time, know how much more people are going to be willing to put up with. At the same and time, I, like our wire, like I don't. I don't. I, I'm going gonna... to get one of her hollow apologies tomorrow, like she did last yeah, week. Yeah, but I... she should have apologized by now because that was Monday. She didn't. Oh, it's today just Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> Way to keep like track. It's Friday. You think it's Friday? Okay. Feel... Well, you really missed I'm a bunch of days. I'm thinking for sure we're past Tuesday, but it is <laughs> no, still sorry here in the flash. You. Well, we can just move to other interesting things like The Bachelor. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I watched it last night. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I liked. Um, Don't you, know, you say no, but the last woman, this one that has just this edge to her, Victoria, that he keeps picking. Yeah, you keeps, like her? No. Okay, good. I don't understand what's wrong with this guy. He's yeah, he's he just you're right. He has terrible taste in women, and he is in like this. Victoria keeps slipping by. He's I, got dead eyes. But here's the concept. Here's <laughs> she kind of does, and you know, I she's know she's got dead eyes. I see she's you. Got I know what dead you mean. Eyes. But here's the concept, and mm. is she sly as a fox? Yeah. Every time they're together, she tells him something awful about himself, so makes him beg for her to get back with him. And I mean, she kind of starts out with, I feel like she's so in control with her bitch oh, game. Oh, God, she wins. She is she, so good at it. She's so good at it. And are we, the rest of us, missing out? Well, I mean, we're seeing it from good? afar. So we're like, we get to watch it go down and think, well, what what is what is wrong with you? Why would you fall for this? The fact that they got in a fight on their parents' doorstep, <laughs> like there is one layer of wall dividing you and your whole family, and you guys At a hometown visit. Yeah, are you guys are knockout, drag out fighting? He leaves without meeting your family, and she still makes gets it rose. gets the rose to the final three. I mean, Victoria, like. You, she should be running some part of our state or our country because there is something about her. It's all the producers. But Donnie. The producers are in on this. But Pick her. at some point her. you would have integrity. Yeah. I why. I don't know why, but I but if I'm on national yeah, television yeah, yeah. as a bachelorette, I at some point no. need no, to no, know no. I have to no. go back to my job no. and see my family no. and friends. Yeah, She's can, sneaky. You can toss the word integrity right out the window. She's sneaky, Donnie. Do you know what she did too? <laughs> so sneaky. She went back but to. He likes it. Yeah. Okay. He so likes she, being abused. I think so. He went. She went back to his hotel room, and after they're talking about the fight. One thing she did is left the picture that they took on their like Western picture they did on their date earlier in the day when they're having a good time. So like after all of a sudden done, she leaves that there. Like I'm done with you. Here's this photo. Remember that time we had a good time? Bye. And then sure enough, she gets the rose. So she's manipulating him. Yes. Oh, Playing she's him like so a fiddle. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like fiddle. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh my I Victoria. Victoria F. More to come next week. Who's going to win? Who do you think is going to win? The Auburn gal. uh, The virgin. Is it Madeline? No, no, Madison. Madison. I always want to. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's. She claims to be a virgin. 
No, Donnie, I think she is. Oh, well, I, I mean, thought they all go into that little fantasy suite and, you know. That's they, next week is no, fantasy but, dates. but they don't know. And oh, what's interesting. Know. They're is, just overnights. You don't know what happens. Well. But okay. we know what happened in the windmill we, with Hannah. We yeah. know most of the time what happens. You do. <laughs> but we claim that we'll we see what happens. Uh, Who do you think he's going to pick? I think it's going to be Madison. And she, they did a clip of her. I think he, she's going to throw it on the gauntlet because she's really religious saying, don't you dare touch anyone's anything. <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. You better not touch anyone's anything. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. I think that's what she's going to claim, and I think that's going to cause it to shut it down. Shut it down. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. TBD. TBD. Yeah. We'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. All right, Holly is here to solve all the world's problems. Oh, man. Well, we're in for a world of trouble if that's the case. But we're going to start this afternoon's Dirt Alert with a story in the New York Times. Ben Affleck is the subject of a new New York Times profile, and he's talking about how he considers his divorce from Jennifer Garner to be the biggest regret of his life. Wow. Yeah. So he's getting really personal in this new interview, and Ben Affleck says that his crumbling marriage prompted his relapse into alcohol abuse and the rehab stint that followed. That was around 2015, 2016. Remember all the drama uh, between Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner when they were going through that long divorce? It took a couple of years. At least. At least for them to get divorced legally. Ben Affleck says of that time, I drank relatively normally for a long time. He said what happened was that I started drinking more and more when my marriage was falling apart. He said, this was 2015, 2016. My drinking, of course, created more marital problems. And Ben Affleck says, the biggest regret of my life is this divorce. He said, shame is really toxic. There's no positive byproduct of shame. It's just stewing in a toxic, hideous feeling of low self-worth and self-loathing. And uh, Ben Affleck acknowledges the role that he plays in the end of his marriage. Mm -hmm. And he said he's trying not to obsess over it. He says it's not particularly healthy to obsess over the failures and the relapses and to beat himself up. He said, I've made mistakes. I've done things I regret. But he said, you got to pick yourself up. You got to learn from it. Learn some more. Don't look in the rearview mirror all the time because you'll beat yourself up. Yeah. Divorce is hard. Yeah. This was a, and, yeah, you him, know, him coming out and saying this, how relatable and, and I mean, we can all with some aspect of our lives say this. I mean, not in this public field, but mm-hmm. like, I think that's a, re- that was a really, I don't honest, know if it was, yes, honest yes. thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. And he is doing press for this new movie called The Way Back. And it is kind of a mirror of what Ben Affleck was going through. It's My re- kids want to see this so bad. This is a redemption story mm-hmm. where Ben Affleck, he felt pressure to be a big basketball star his entire life from his father. He never lived up to expectations. And then now he finds an opportunity of redemption by coaching a basketball team. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I believe that's the story yeah. of the movie. It's going to be in theaters next month. Mm. I hope it's really good. Yeah. I want him to have a win. You know what? People struggle with addictions. Oh, I mean, yeah. and and yeah. his was so in the press and they were I feel like for some reason 
whatever street they live on, there's like a paparazzi parked right there. Well, I think that's somewhat by design. Yeah. But they get a little ri- yeah. one ringy dingy from yeah. uh, from people because they're right there in Brentwood in L.A. And it's a very picturesque neighborhood. Yes. Most of the time, 95 to 98 percent of the time, making up a statistic. But most of the time, if you're photographed by the paparazzi, it's because you want to be photographed by the paparazzi. And he was doing his... His uh, Lindy shook Lindsay shook his thing for yeah, a while. He was Saturday doing his Live. yeah, but he was also doing his naughty stuff pretty publicly. Yeah, yeah, he was. He sure. I mean, he was the one going to the casinos and with the women. So I mean, he he wasn't hiding too much. No. Yeah. Well, we hope Ben Affleck and his kids saw it all. Yeah, his kids. I mean, that's yeah. That's got that would be you know hard. But yeah. you gotta you can't when he talks about the shame. Shame is the worst. Shame. Yeah. Shame means you're not present. Shame is the worst. It's you really got to. It's a dumb one. Yeah, because it means you're living in the past. And I like that he said, yeah, there's no really good byproduct of shame. You know, it doesn't. There's nothing. Yeah. It means you're living in the past. Yeah. Yeah. You got to learn and move on. That's right. And it sounds like Ben Affleck is on his way. It's all a process. Life is just a series of processes. We are solving all of our problems. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well. (laughs) We Next. actually are. Britney Spears not going to be solving her problem of a broken foot. Mm. Her boyfriend, Sam Asghari, revealed that Britney Spears has been in the hospital for a broken foot. He shared a fer- series of photographs today on Instagram wow. with the caption, when you break something, it tends to heal stronger, especially when you're my girl. Aww. Aww. Now, interestingly enough, so he shared a photograph. I think that Britney Spears now has a cast on her foot because she was photographed last week with a cast. A, not a cast, but a boot on her foot. Ah. She was outside of a tanning salon. That was staged photograph. That was her walking to the car, being like, nothing to see here. Because, by the way, buried in all of this news yesterday, reported that Britney Spears' conservatorship has been extended several more months. So, look over here. Yeah. And this story. Look at I, this hand, yeah. not this hand. Well, look yeah. at this foot, yeah. and not that foot, <laughs> over there. Uh, let's talk about something that happened with Taylor Swift's dad. Oh, yeah. Dad. Swift. That's a crazy story. Yeah. So we're now just learning about this story that happened in January. So Taylor Swift's dad owns a $4 million Florida penthouse in Tampa Bay, in the Tampa Bay area. Mm -hmm. And Scott Swift, her father, found a burglar in this penthouse when he came home on January 17th at around 10 p.m. He found a guy browsing through his house and then... They had a physical skirmish with each other. Can you imagine walking in your home and the burglars in your home? I This just happened on This Is Us. I mean, I, okay, so I once was sleeping when I was doing overnights on a show, and while I was sleeping, it was like 7 p.m., someone broke into my house. Uh, and it's a terrible feeling. Violated I, beyond belief. I can't even imagine them now walking into your home and there being somebody. I mean, that is. What you know. did the guy's mom say? Yeah. He was just, he was looking for church. Well, yeah, he was just looking for churches by the water, this guy, his name Terrence Hoover, looking for a church by climbing 13 floors on an emergency escape stairwell to get inside the $4 million penthouse. Surely there's a place of worship up here. I'm just going to climb up there. Can I note, too, that the guy who broke into the house is the one that called the police? Can we please refer, like, reference that? Hoover... Uh, called the police to report the scuffle. He was calling to report the fight they had that he was in. I don't think he was had everything going on at that time. Yeah, 
that's a good way to put it, Julie. Nice he did idea. not have everything going on at that time. Now, <laughs> we're learning about this now because it's only been in the past couple of days that Terrence Hoover has been arrested because Taylor Swift's dad, Scott Swift, pointed him out in a lineup of crimi- suspected criminals. So that's why we're just learning about this <laughs> Which now. man did you wrestle? Yeah. That yeah. One. yeah, exactly. He picked him out from a lineup. Let's talk about James Taylor mm-hmm. talking about his relationship with John Lennon. So James Taylor, if you didn't know, he was the first artist to be signed with the Beatles Apple Records label in the late 60s. And he talks about his time and his interactions with John Lennon. He said they weren't only always the healthiest because... John Lennon was struggling with heroin addiction, Mm -hmm. and so was James Taylor. He said, I was a bad influence to be around the Beatles at that time. He said, I gave John opiates. He's very, very open and honest about Mm -hmm. his struggles with addiction. He And we're getting this in his new audiobook, Break Shot, My First 21 Years. And uh, yeah, so he's kind of saying, you know, uh, John Lennon may have picked up a heroin habit in 1968 that contributed to an unhealthable rift in the band. Mm. Yeah. Right. Well, you're the Beatles expert. Yes. Well, that's. Is that proven? Well, you can say that, yes, there was a lot of drug abuse in the Beatles and John Lennon famously quit by singing the song Cold Turkey. Yeah. And that's how he broke that addiction. But yeah, I mean, there's so much drama going on in the Beatles. We don't have time for all of that. We do have time to talk about royal stuff. Oops. It looks like the Daily Mail reporting that Harry and Meghan Markle aren't going to be able to use Sussex Royal because they can't market themselves as royals. Now, that has not been confirmed, but inside tracks at Buckingham Palace saying, no, I'm going to have to find a different name. Yeah. Maybe we can crowdsource for them. Formally royal belief. For, formally royal belief. Yeah. There you go. Done. They can't Done. use royals <laughs> and they can't use HRH. Yeah. Your royal highness. Yes. Done. So no Sussex, no royal. Oh, Just what are people. Just what people. are we doing with our traffic, huh? Oh, well, we're going to go. Down near Northfield, Highway 3, a spun-out vehicle happening right around 313th Street. And near Minneapolis 94 westbound, a stalled vehicle blocking a lane. That's happening by Franklin Avenue to Huron Boulevard. And uh, Highway 7 eastbound, this is in Excelsior, Highway 41 to Murray Hill Road. Watch out for a crash. Then we also have a crash in St. Louis Park, Highway 100 northbound, a crash from Minnetonka Boulevard to Cedar Lake Road. In Bloomington, 35W southbound, a stalled vehicle blocking a lane, 94th Street to 90th Street. In Osseo, 169 southbound, a spun-out vehicle happening by Highway 610 to 101st Avenue. Your 5 by Witness News weather forecast is brought to you by Great Tasting California Walnuts. Tonight, going to have clear skies, negative one. Clear skies continue through tomorrow. The split from Al Pacino, the movie icon, who's 79 years old, and their 39-year age gap. In fact, he didn't even like to spend money, which really. He's worth $180 million. He, um He used to be, and I'm just going to say I don't feel his hotness like I used to feel uh, it yeah. well, back no, in the day. No, yeah. wouldn't think but, so. Um, she goes on to say, I just thought this just kind of made me laugh because it's so honest. Yeah. It is. It's well, hard it's to be with an old man. She confirmed that they broke up at the Oscars last week after two years together. She was with him at the premiere of The Irishman back in October. And she just said, in addition to him being old, he didn't spend money on me. Um, he has not commented you know, he didn't. I think there were some pans to him at the Oscars where his eyes might have been a little shut. That's, um, that's yeah, a yeah, long yeah. show. That's, yeah, yeah. He's I mean, tired, my brother, who's you know. yeah, quite a bit younger. Well, Martin Scorsese dozed off. Yeah, and I, I've dozed off in places, so I <laughs> get that. True. But she just says, um, 
I tried to deny it, but um, but now he really is an elderly man. The yeah. age gap is difficult, yes. Um, so even with all my love, it didn't last, to be honest. It's hard to be with him. I think I, um, how can I say it politely that he didn't like to spend money? He only bought me flowers. He, um, the pair are so good friends. It was honored. She was honored to be able to spend time with him. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. He's being pretty blunt. I like that. Well, but should she have known some of this going well, in? Well, duh! Yeah. He was 77, 77 when she met him. What do you expect? Yeah. Well, let's go back okay. through his his loves. Because um, mm. it all started out with loves. Jill Claiborne. Berg. Claiborne. I loved her. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, he spent five years dating her and she was an actress. They lived in New York City together. She, um, the relationship ended when he suddenly left her without warning. She told the Washington Post in 1978, we're talking about Jill Clayburg. Mm -hmm. I went through it all, self-loathing, loathing him, pain, anger, fear, anger and fear. I still remember my song with Al now. It's too late, baby, now it's too late. Claiborne went on to act in 50 more movies herself. She died from leukemia in 2010. She was in Bridesmaids. I think she was in Bridesmaids, and that was her last movie, and she was Kristen Wiig's mom. Okay. I looked her up. She does look familiar. So I've obviously seen her. She's been in a lot of stuff. Oh, she's been in a ton of stuff. Her daughter is, uh, Lily Rabe is a successful actress. She's probably American Horror Story. She was in that a lot. Oh, Oh, yeah. You know the face. If you saw Lily Rabe, she looks just like her mom. She's the one who, like, is at one point um, a blind. She has, like, wearing, like, the contacts that are supposed to be spooky. Um, And then he went on to Tuesday Weald? Wild? Weld. Weld. Tuesday Weld. And, that's a cute um, name, Tuesday. That's who he left mm. Joe Claiborne for. And then he went on to Diane Keaton, who he dated in the 70s and the 80s and a little bit in the 90s. They mm. met on The Godfather. How long is that long? That sounds like a they long time. They became lovers in 1971. Yeah. They were still dating by the time The Godfather 2 wrapped up in 1974, but then they parted ways. They continued to date on and off when they filmed The Godfather 3 again. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the out, you know, the trailers, yeah. the campers, everyone gets it on. And <laughs> Diane Keaton says, I was really very taken with Al from the very beginning. Our relationship was absolutely wonderful in some ways. But was he the love of my life? No, not really, because he wasn't the love of my life. Whatever that means. Huh? He was the love of that time in my life. Each oh, man, yeah, each of her that. lovers, Woody Allen, They Woody yeah. Allen was in her 20s. Warren Beatty was in her 30s when he was just delicious. Mm-hmm. Al was borderline. Late 30s, early 40s. <laughs> borderline. I never cool. see Al now, Diane Keaton says. <laughs> then he went on to someone that he met on Bobby Deerfield. They dated for two years. Then Kathleen Quinlan. Uh, two years. And then blah, 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 blah. Has he blah. ever dated anyone his age? Oh, heavens no. Penelope Ann Miller, they met on Carlito's Way. Well, maybe earlier on he was. Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah. he dated Beverly D'Angelo. They had twins together in 2001, four oh, years wow. after they started dating. She was in her late 40s. She got pregnant at 48. Wow. I remember them having kids very late, um, delivered six weeks. Um, after she was 49 years old, and by 51 years old, I was looking at the landscape as a single parent. She and Pacino never got married. 
She says he told her she was the woman he wanted to start a family with soon after they began dating. Hmm. After we'd known each other for three months, Al looked me in the eyes and said, I want you to be the mother of my children. And she says, that's all I needed to hear. Their amicable arrangement turned bitter after they fought over the custody of the twins in 2003. So they had twins in 2001, and two years later, they fought over the custody. I remember all this. She called Pacino a controlling, harassing man who has never changed a single diaper. Mm. Pacino hit back by saying she took the children hostage. The twins, Anton and Olivia, are now 18. And then he went on to date this other person whose daughter is dating the guy from um, Titanic. Uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, and so then he started dating um, Mattel Doan, who says he's old. It's hard to date an old man. Plus, there are no perks that I thought would come with dating yeah. a rich old a man. A rich old man, yeah. yeah. Because he's out. a tight old man. Yeah, he's a tight one. Yeah. I mean, that would be a bummer. If you're dating yeah. someone super rich and they're money. tight. Yeah. And it's not like you want stuff, but you know, a little perk here and there besides come a on. flower. I mean, yeah. you're What's dating somebody. What's wrong with a little 30... tennis bracelet? I know I'm dating myself. <laughs> no. But you know, those should I... come back. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I'm uh, ahead of the trend because they're coming why, back why, around. Are they really? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. they are. Are they really? Yes, yes, they are. They definitely were the layering of the bracelets for well, sure. The, right. Um, I think that you're right. And I think also he should have really put money towards her because it could have been more of like an investment in, in his, having someone yeah, take care, care of you. Yes. Uh, that's yeah. what that's. Listen, yeah. I always want to hook my dad up with younger women. Yes, Not I like know. it was a trying thing because he only had eyes for younger women. Yeah, he yeah. did indeed. And I remember. And they had eyes for him. Oh. I'll never forget the night. <laughs> my I'm sister so and I were in Florida trying to. Trying to get my dad to leave us alone so we could go out and party. Yeah, yeah. And we're at a bar, and I'm like, Dad, aren't you tired? And he couldn't drive. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd all had cocktails. And so I'm running around the bar finding someone cute that I knew my dad would be interested in. Yeah. And um, was her name Joyce? I, I found this woman. Oh, no. And she actually was leaving the bar, and she was in her car right out in front of the bar in New Smyrna Beach. And I said, do you mind giving my dad a ride home? He's what? right off the causeway. Look at you. It's right on the way Look home. Look at you. And, and she said, sure. Sure. He's of course old. I'm bold. No, he's harmless. <laughs> my dad. Yeah, but you don't know Joyce. My dad turned the crap out of her and ended up dating her. Yeah. And his mother, her mom is my dad's age, of course. <laughs> and then she kind of falls for my dad and he has to hurt her. But I mean, yeah. I got him a ride home. Yeah, yeah you got, got him more her. than just That's a ride home. Yeah. And my dad was a catch because he could, would listen to the women. That's, that was, was his thing. Listener, yeah. he, he could charm the pants off of any woman, no yeah. matter your age. Well, but he definitely he didn't did with Joyce. Money. Yeah. He didn't have any money. No. And he had a ride home. He had a ride home and a Saturn with like 18,000 miles on it from 1978. Wow. Thanks, Joyce. <laughs> yeah. Where is Joyce now? And <laughs> one of the windshields <laughs> scraping into the windshield. You're talking about your dad's yeah, car? Or her... It was an old Saturn. Oh, your dad's car. Oh, not Joyce's not car. Joyce's car. It had been, you know, what do you yeah. call it when you're oxidated or oxidized from yeah, the... Yeah. No, but it isn't rust. <laughs> oh, it's just what? the cars turn white in Florida from the salt. Yeah, oh. yeah. And they don't rust. They just turn white white and so it had been oxidated or whatever and it's so old and i remember when we were giving us remember i told you we were giving him his car lessons yeah yeah oh god oh god but he has this one wheelchair where my sister had one when i was just last in bozeman and it's like 
a funny wave when you have to pop your windshield wiper out and you only have one working because yeah, yeah. the other one's going to scrape your windshield. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or just the queen. <laughs> it's, it's the royal wave. It's the royal. Wow. It's, you know what? I think that the formerly royally could get that. Oh, my God. That car was a catch. It had no mileage on it, but it looked well, like it had been it. through seven wars. <laughs> he drove it up a telephone pole, remember? Yes, I do remember that. We did an ambient And that's night. when the license mm. went That's bye-bye. when everything... Yes. And who lives but my dad that he drives up a telephone pole yeah. on Ambien and the car flips back over on him yeah. doesn't really hit him. Nope. <laughs> He's just away. And I can only laugh cuz only my dad and he was so funny. All right, we'll be back. Listening is just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Find My Talk 1071 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, hi everyone. Okay, here's something interesting. And Donnie printed this for me. Um, thank you, Donnie. Mm-hmm. This, I don't know where we saw the story. I don't know where I sent it to you from. But when Steve Jobs died, the you know co-creator of Apple, mm-hmm. his brain, he died at 56 of pancreatic cancer. They say his brain was only 27, the age of a 27-year-old man. And he meditated. And it does more than just calm your brain. They're saying it reversed his brain age. Now, this is based on um, psychology today. Mm -hmm. Under normal circumstances, your brain deteriorates as you age. Um, But the brain scan technology reveals aging can cause um, the brain to shrink. Nerve tracks in the brain shrivel, making uh-huh. the blah, 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 cavities larger and leaving gapping holes in the brain. It occurs in neuron branches that form contact points, blah, blah, blah. People may lose 40% or more of dopamine neurons causing Parkinson's disease. Wow. And that's just one of the things. As you age, your brain ages too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. what they're saying is the deterioration of the brain in general has many things mm-hmm. reflexing becomes slower a tennis ball gets hit at me and sometimes i just don't move memory starts to fail what's the guy's name from the titanic i just asked you it was leonardo DiCaprio. i mean so yeah yeah i'm just you're pointing just, it out in myself you're just blaming this it all becomes on your, harder to yes. learn new things yes okay thinking becomes brittle mental stamina declines these symptoms become measurable as early as age 45 at which point most people have already experienced a three to four percent decline in mental agility not us, though. No, no of course not. Um, by age, you know, blah, blah, blah. But here's what they're saying. Studies have shown that eating well, exercising, learning new things can slow down the difficult symptoms. However, it appears that even when you manage your symptoms, your brain continues to deteriorate. Yeah. There is, however, apparently at least one way not to do this. And this was a study that was done um, by Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School. They found that meditating... Do you meditate? Have you ever done it? Yes, I have. Yes. Same. Yeah. Um, 30 minutes each day for eight weeks, just as nope. a test you could try. I mean, that's I'm hard. I'm out. 30 I, minutes I, every day? I used to do it 20 a day, twice a day. Yeah. Whoa. That's Lori a and lot. I did it. We took... And I need to get back into it after reading this, but I want to point it out to people. It's... You don't need anything to do it. You just need you. Yeah. yeah. You can do it anywhere. True. Yeah. You just need you. And... um. The thickening 
of your posterior word uh, increases focus and self-confidence. The thickening of your left hippocampus increases the ability to regulate emotion, to learn, and to remember. It also thickens the temper prioritorial junction, increases empathy, Mm -hmm. compassion, and perspective. And it shrank this other area, which decreases stress and the likelihood of a flight or fight response. Meditation is so effective at repairing damage that it makes your brain as much as 25 years younger than your chronological age. I mean, this seems really big to me. But he was a regular meditator. He died of pancreatic cancer. His brain would have been as healthy and active and creative as he was when he was much longer. This shows in the quality of his work, which continued to be over and above right up into his untimely end. So if anyone's looking at TMI or Transcendental Meditation mm-hmm. or Eckhart Tolle or whatever his name is, yeah, um, it's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. It's calming if you're going through anything in your life. Mm-hmm. Anxiety, it yeah. helps a ton. I wish it was like something else. Like I wish it was like run five miles. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want it to be meditate, meditate for, for 30, 30 minutes a day. I, I hear that and I go, oh, well, that's too bad. Looks I like I have to, an old brain. I used to do it all the time. Do you, do you what, what? And why don't you do it anymore? Because I'm lazy. It sounds terrible. It sounds so hard. Oh, no, it wasn't. So it wasn't. And when you get yourself in a system, you can do it. And I I read this last night and I sent it to Donnie last night, didn't I? Yes, you did. I'm remembering when I sent it to you. Yeah, I read well, it last night and I thought, <laughs> I gotta get back into it because this could help. And when, they all go ahead. When you did meditation, did you do guided meditation or no, just? No, 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 no. I, I could, got, I got a word. I got a Sanskrit word. I went to someone mm-hmm. who taught us how to do it, mm-hmm. and um, I made Lori go with me. Yeah, and I was in a very interesting, precarious part in my life, and I made her come. I said, "You have to help me as my friend." Help yeah, me. yeah. And so we went. Did she like it? Um. Yeah, she did it. My brother does it. I mean, we we Lori and I aren't as regular as we used to. And yeah. I but I do know she's more regular than I am, which I need to get back into it because it really is. I did it 20 minutes. Yeah. And I was twice at, a day though. Oh, well, I was you were oh, on top of it. I was a genius. Yeah. You were I remember yeah. back then. Oh, she was a lot I, smarter. When I used to work at my talk, she was a genius. <laughs> I know. What happened? <laughs> she was an inspiration. I had a tendency to fall asleep. You do? See, I don't fall asleep at oh, all. Yeah. Every time oh. I did it, I, really? I was out. Yeah. I was so relaxed, okay. I just fell asleep. But that's okay. Is it okay? <laughs> then set your alarm for an end time, you oh, know? Okay. I love the feeling when you got so in the zone. Mm-hmm. Like, I forget to breathe. I mean, mine is oh, the breathing thing. Well, I have very low <laughs> blood pressure, and it's so, it for me... <laughs> We were taking those photos even at the photo shoot and yeah, I'm trying yeah. to smile and laugh and do all this other crap for the photo shoot. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to breathe too. I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah, but that's breathing. a lot to remember. But the, the meditation is powerful. And I'm going to leave you with this. If you were wondering what today is on the National Register of Holidays, it's yes. cows milked while, fly, while flying an airplane, airplane appreciation day. What? Wait, all at the same time? To celebrate the day, the first cow... Flew in an airplane as well as the first day a cow, cow was ever milked on an airplane on February 18th, 1930. A Guernsey cow named Nellie J, also known as Elm Farm Ollie, flew from Bismarck, Missouri on a Ford type of plane to the International Aviation Exhibit in St. Louis. Nellie J was chosen because she was 
a high milk producing cow and because she had a calm nature. The trip was taken to show the ability of an aircraft to take a scene to take scientific data mm. about the cow's behavior. Mm. Claude M. Sterling piloted the aircraft while someone from Wisconsin, Ellsworth W. Bunce of Wisconsin, accompanied the cow, and it was the first man to milk a cow in flight. Well, there you go. Wow, so they had beverages while flight. <laughs> Did they have cookies? Maybe that's the first time. He they packaged the milk, milk in paper cartons. Hmm. It was then parachuted to spectators who were watching. <laughs> oh my flight. gosh, I want to know less about this. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.